0: Welcome to Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and beyond. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yenny. All right, all right. Welcome to episode... 10 of Friday vibes, no script, just chat. And uh, it's been awesome. We've been off for one week, really missed. I missed you, Mr. Wade. Talking yes, to Yes, sir. Love you, buddy. Missed you not having the show for one week felt like a year and also missing everyone that's on here that we're connecting with. Uh, we are at um, a time here at 3 p.m. Uh, and then we'll be at 2.30 p.m. ongoing starting next week. So good to connect with everyone. And Wade, uh, nothing new. A nice shirt, by the way. Nothing. You like, hey, uh, yeah, so
1: no surprise reveal this week. I'm coming all in with the Dunder Mifflin shirt that my buddy Alex got me as a going away present, among other things, uh, when I left California, so. Thank you, Alex. And I love the office. So that's, uh, that was uh, a great surprise. So um, lucky, guess. No, lucky no guess. plugs this week. No plugs this week. I'm just plugging Dunder Mifflin and Alex. So uh, I see we got a couple people joining us already. We had a little technical difficulties there, but uh, better late than never. Isn't that what the kids say?
0: Exactly. I'm just glad we have video, we have video and we have audio this time because last time we had some tech glitches with StreamYard, my somewhat not favorite company of the moment right now. But it looks like people can hear us, people can see us because people are commenting right here. I also have my reveal. You ready for this? Let's do it. It's a it's a great reveal. So right now I have for those that can't can't see us and they can only hear us on the podcast, I have a hoodie that says genius embroidered. And the reveal
1: is genius. Wow. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's powder blue. Would you call it powder blue?
0: Powder blue. Shirt, collared, polo shirt, perfect for the golf course and also perfect for meetings. No particular functional,
1: isn't that what we call it? Multifunctional?
0: Multifunctional, just like Genius Juice, right? How beautiful awesome. is that? But I really, this is my message to everyone. Send me swag because right now I'm wearing Genius swag. I need other swag. Send me your hoodies before it gets too hot. Send me your shirts, send me your polos. I will sport it, rock it and wear it on this show. So a um, couple things just to reset the room um, and also we'll get into your comments right away. So uh, Friday vibes, make sure to do comments. We'll respond to you. This is also on Apple podcast and Spotify. Make sure to give us a rating of five stars, nothing less more, if you can, and just go on Apple podcast. We are now second ranked in North America for a food and beverage podcast. Make us number one. Give us a positive rating, five stars. Leave a
1: review, we'd love that. Hey, we really need that too because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, so when I left California two weeks ago, or whatever, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Was it two weeks ago? Whatever it was, right? We had uh, we had 37 uh, ratings, and we have 38 now. And the 38th was for me and my new email address here. So come on, people, let's go. Let's get let's get a few more up there. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, do all those things. Uh, give us some love. Um, you know, we, it, it just helps us out. Like Alex said, it's pretty amazing that we, uh, we, um, we're number two and we even took a week off or two. We just took one week off, right? It's been it two weeks, week off, but we but took it's one been, week it's off in two weeks. Right. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So
0: gotcha. let's get into the comments and we have a lot to chat about. Um, many subjects. We have a subject of the week. We also want to get into another Big event that I don't think anyone really knows about that happened last week. No one on this platform really knows about it, but we're going to talk about it anyway. But let's get into comments. Um, so we got first comment. Kenny, he's enjoying some of the prizes he's won. He's also donated some of the prizes he's won to the mainland. I call it mainland because he's in Hawaii. Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. Awesome stuff. Tom Malingo of Jectory, They're sponsoring us next week. We love the sponsorships from Brand Tom Alingo, and Susan Bryanton. Nice shirt, Wade. Love that. We're getting some positive reinforcement that that shirt was the right choice. Uh, Martin Stoops, hello and congrats to the sponsor. He's already said the sponsor. I was going to say,
1: you know, I can't plug our sponsor this week enough because I love that guy. Uh, Bilal Sadiq balani and you know what um and and i'd say this if he wasn't sponsoring the show and i'm I'm not sure if he's on we got a linkedin user i'm not sure who that is uh, uh, it could be it could be but but i'll say this even if he wasn't sponsoring the show right this guy is just amazing and and i and i've read you know I, i haven't been really super active on linkedin this week or the last two weeks actually but um i did see feedback from multiple people about Bilal balani um, I think if any of you caught uh, Mark, uh, Mark's uh, m- is it midweek? Um, whatever Mark does is midweek with Adam Brown. Um, mm-hmm. They mentioned yeah. they mentioned Bilal. Um, I mean, the guys on fire, and uh, I think he made some new friends, uh, not that he needed any because he has a lot of friends, but uh, he made some new friends at Expo West. And uh, I think the people that tried Bilani were very, very pleased. and uh, how can, how can you not like Bilal, right? So his product's fantastic. He's great. And uh, the prize this week is his product. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it's win, wins all the way around. And uh, you now, did you get to see Bilal while you were there or no?
0: This is probably, besides not being able to see you there, which was more of your regret than my regret. Right, right. My regret was that I did not stop by Bilal's booth at all, okay. uh, Bolani's booth with Bilal. I just, so I didn't get to meet him in person, didn't get to meet his family, And I did message him saying the biggest regret I had at Expo West was not coming by and seeing you in person. And he's like, all good, brother, like much love. And like, I'm going to send you more products. Like, don't worry about it. And we'll meet up soon. And he's in LA. Like, I know he's actually, no, he's in Northern California. I will say this, Palal, is that me and my wife are traveling up to Northern California in early April. I'm going to visit my alma mater and I'm going to do a speech at the Entrepreneurship Club at Cal Poly. So we are heading to San Francisco. I'm going to meet you with you there. As long as you're actually there, I'm going to meet with you there. I'm going to take you out to lunch or dinner, or we can break bread, your bread, the Balani bread together and hang out. So that is a, I guess, an affirmation and commitment from me is that as long as you're in the Bay Area, when I'm up there, we're going to meet, man, because I love you. Nice. Nice. All right. So some comments here. Um, I just want, I think this is good to specify Uh, I don't know if this was just made to be a joke or not, but Tom Malengo is asking, oh, okay, ET or PT? Okay, I was reading a.m. or p.m. My brain is not working. So we are, so it's 2.30 p.m. ongoing Pacific Standard Time, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. We also have someone in the house that's going to send us swag. I did see Jordan, hung out with him at the show. So we have Remedy Swag coming your way. Okay, and I think Wade is frozen right now. <laughs> He's frozen, so I'm going to carry the show until he comes back um, as much as I can. But right now he is frozen. Not sure why, but that's the beauty of live. It's like every week something kind of goes wrong. He just he just got booted out, so hopefully he'll be back. But we're going to keep going. I'm going to keep reading comments here. Can't wait to try his products. Awesome, Bilal, make sure to reach out to him. So again, this is what's funny about being live is he's not here. He got booted out from connectivity issues. All right, so we're gonna keep going here. I'm gonna keep rolling this. The good thing is I have a lot of experience running podcasts alone from the 15 Minutes of Genius podcast. And I'm gonna get into at least the question of the week here. And I'm gonna actually check my phone. Yeah, looks like Wade, as frozen. I'm going to tell him to come back in. Here he is. He is back. All right. Let's see. He's trying to get back. Still frozen. Tap dance. I will. All right. So Wade, while we're trying to get you back, I'm going to improvise and I'm going to talk about our this week's subject, which is being an entrepreneur, What are the hardest things that you will face. I think probably one of the hard, you know, one of the other difficulties when you run a podcast and something goes wrong. That's definitely one of the difficulties. So um, I'll start. And then uh, hopefully by that time, Wade will be back. Um, because right now, I think there's some connectivity issues going on right now. So, uh, yeah. And also, I could actually pause this as well. And we can come back. So we may actually have to do that. Wade, there you are. How you doing, my friend?
1: I'm here. I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm gone. I'm back. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's challenging. We're challenging.
0: Cool. Well, what I'm going to have you do, I'm going to have you carry this because it's really, really funny. I had to travel and come back. I might actually need to plug in my computer during this podcast. So my, so the battery doesn't die. Awesome. This I is, got this. Is the bu- this is, the I got this block. provided
1: the internet cooperates. Uh, I see Susan's yeah. there. Hi Susan. Um, All right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and, uh, yeah, commercial break, right? It's, uh, <laughs> this is, this is where we need paid sponsorships. So then if something like this happens, right, we can hit the button and, uh, we'll, commercials will take over and, uh, we'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. I was actually saying, I'm like, lucky I have the experience of being solo from 15 minutes of genius. I have a year and a half of training of literally running a podcast, just me sitting on a chair at a desk and bringing on guests, but I also have to tap dance for five or 10 minutes um, before you know before I bring on the guests. So I have a lot of experience in being solo and I'm glad that that experience actually um, came to fruition here on the show as I had to do it. And we had people actually commenting saying, hey Alex, go ahead and tap dance. Annie Wu, <laughs> which I, I did, it. baby. I did beautifully. Annie, that the beauty of live, right? You know, we're not editing anything. No script. There's <clears> definitely <throat> no script. I, there was not a script for way to actually lose connection. Annie no, there Wu, was
1: not. That was yeah. not in the plan. That was not in the plan. So Annie, love you, Annie. It's been a while oh. since I've seen Annie. Uh, Martin, the weather today is uh, currently 72 degrees. It's, it's actually somewhat humid. Um, we've seen the gamut we've been here. Um, we got here today's Friday. We got here uh, just over a week ago and we've seen close to freezing temperatures. We've seen a bit of rain, um, for a minute. It actually, we saw a little bit of snow, not enough that I could actually document it and take pictures and send back to California. Cause those people don't know what snow is. Um, but, uh, uh, we've seen a little bit of everything, but all in all, weather has been pretty nice. Um, like I said, today it's right now, it's 72. Um, I'm in a T-shirt, not just because I'm inside, but uh, I, all day today, it's just been really, really nice. So um, I appreciate I appreciate you asking. And Kenny, um, very authentic, very authentic moment. Uh, yeah, there's no no script here. like like uh, like our tagline is no script, just chat. There's no script for uh, my internet dropping <laughs> off. And so I'm not in an undisclosed location. i am I am completely disclosed in beautiful Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm in uh, some temporary housing. while my wife and I are aggressively, aggressively searching uh, something more permanent. Um, That's a story in and of itself. We've been looking pretty much since we got here. Renee's been spending most of her time while I've been at work uh, looking and uh, dealing with this insane housing market that's going on here. We made one offer already and uh, it was not accepted. Someone else was accepted. Uh, We've been looking, she was supposed to go to an open house today that didn't even make it to an open house An offer was accepted without even someone going to the house. The The house went on the market, I think yesterday and it was off the market today. I mean, it's just bonkers.
0: That's just the market. That's the market right now where
1: it's a, uh, there's
0: low inventory, there's high demand wherever you go in the country, whether it's Greenville, whether it's LA, whether it's Austin, it's just going to be hard all around. So how was the, um, it was awesome. You know, again, I actually met Wade in person for the first time. We did a, a big LinkedIn post about it. I met him a day and a half before he left with his family to go all the way out to Greensboro and move out there for his new opportunity. And I would say, I just got to say, awesome meeting you. You are Likewise. as amazing and as sexy in person as you are through virtual. Hopefully likewise awesome. likewise
1: yeah. uh and although i'm sexier i think in our cartoon image than i am uh, in real <laughs> life I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna call it what it is but uh, no i appreciate you taking the time for Absolutely. you know I, I did post about this but uh alex drove uh pretty much two hours to come down i you know i i walked 15 minutes but alex drove two hours to come down and and meet at senior grubby's in carlsbad i don't know if anyone from senior grubby's is watching but if they are uh I will uh, I will plug them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you came down. We had a good time. Uh, Renee and uh, our daughter Zoe, and her boyfriend Kyle, uh, the whole gang was there and got to meet you. And uh, everybody's big fans of Genius Juice, always have been. So uh, it was great. It was a good time. And I think I mentioned that was Monday. On Sunday, I got to meet Annie, who's watching, evidently. Uh, Annie mm-hmm. stopped again, came over and met us in Oceanside. And then on Tuesday, Parker Olsen uh, with uh, Forage – uh, made his, was making his way to Expo West and he stopped in and, uh, we got to have a hang out with him a little bit. So it was really, um, really a sentimental couple of days. Uh, it was, it really kept our mind off of all the other stuff that was going on. And, uh, so it was, it was wonderful to uh, catch up with the three of you and, uh, appreciate all of you taking the time to come see us for sure.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well worth it, man. Uh, I couldn't, I'd be remiss if I didn't see you and your family. It was actually a welcome surprise (laughs) because on the way I was thinking, Oh, I'm going to, You know, sit down with Wade and have a beer, and I show up. His family's there, his wife's there, his his daughters there, and it was just awesome to meet everyone. And it was all around uh, just great times. And uh, you know, I love driving and I love seeing friends, so it was it was just uh, it was well worth it. So let's let's get into the big subject, not the subject of this episode, but let's talk about Expo West, okay? So, Wade was not able to make it to Expo West because if he made it, the whole entire food and beverage industry would have known. But he wasn't there because he was moving to Greensboro. But I was there. Um, how do I put this in a few words? The show was a lot bigger, a lot busier and bigger than I expected. Um, I was a little bit concerned for the brands that were exhibiting. I was not exhibiting. Genius Juice did not exhibit this year, but I was walking with a cooler. I had a lot of meetings at the Hilton, so I wasn't really in the main halls too much, but it was busy. It was busy, it was elbow to elbow. I was blown away that it felt pretty much as normal as it's felt in the last 3 years to be at a networking big convention event. So I thought for New Hope, they put on a great event. They had all the bells and whistles, they had the, you know, the uh, the fresh ideas tent, they had the North Hall going, they had music going. They had samples outside. Everything felt very normal. Um, 80, 80% of the people did not wear masks. So I was a little surprised by that. Um, but nevertheless, it was a great show. I was able to get make the rounds and see as many brands as I could, except for Alani. But it was an awesome show. I thought it was well worth going. I was there for three days. And it was just great to feel the love. It was great to reconnect with people, give people hugs. Um, just see people that I haven't, I've literally, I've never met in person, but I've known them for three years online. And one thing that I do want to just say to kind of stroke my own ego is I was literally, and this is actually cool. It's cool to share this because we have a huge effect Wade, as you know, on the food and beverage community and the CPG community that when I was walking around, I was stopped when I walked (laughs) around, I was stopped every, I was looking at my watch. I'm serious. Like I documented this every five to seven minutes by either someone that, you know, hasn't seen me in person um, that I've known in past years, or they commented on Friday vibes or 15 minutes of genius. And then they said, the last thing they say to me and almost everyone said, say hi to Wade.
1: <laughs> you know, in hindsight, what we should have done is um, if you go to sporting events or, uh, you know uh, my favorite pro wrestling and B- Bilal's favorite too, um, we should have got one of those big heads, my big head on one of those, right. uh, one of those sticks and you could have walked around with it at the, you know, and just kind of, you know, not that I don't have a big head already, but with like I think narrow that would, down yes. yeah, it would have yeah. been really cool. It would have been really cool to do that. But, uh, you know, uh, hindsight's 2020 and, and hopefully, uh, you know, everything, everything willing, uh, I'll be there next year. Um, so, but everything I heard, the feedback that I read, heard firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand, hand. Um, that it was a great show. And much of what you just said um, was echoed in, in that, um, you know, relationships that have been built virtually, if you will, uh, just came to life at Expo West. And it was just really kind of just a, 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 just a multifaceted, you know, in-person just emotions everywhere. And it was just really cool. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was great too, because um, you know, one of the days Mark Samuel put on a rise and run event, Right. So it was the second day of Expo. It was um, Thursday because I you know, Wednesday, the North Hall opened Wednesday, right. Thursday, Friday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the main hall opened. So Wednesday was still really busy. I mean, the North Hall, because that was the only hall open, which I think is the hot products section, right. was insane, like insane, so busy, like, like you know, we're, we're back to 2019, right? Before the pandemic. But on, on Thursday... Mark Samuel ran, he did this thing at the park. We sponsored it, seal the season, sponsored it. We all showed up. And I got to say, I've never met Mark in person either. Hmm. So, and the first thing that Mark said to me, like when he, when he met me in person, he's like, he's like, okay. He said it to like 30 people that was there at the Rise and Run event at this park right near Anaheim, right near the convention center. He's like, okay, either I got shorter or everyone else got taller. What the hell's <laughs> going on? Like, I, yeah. I've never felt so short. And uh, he was about the height I expected. He was like five eleven, or you know, nearly six feet. But um, we did. We did. This guy had us do four laps around the park, and in between every single, which amounted to over a mile and a half. And then he had us do push-ups, burpees, and like whatever you know, uh, jumping jacks, everything. And on the last lap, I was like in my head, I'm like, this is so freaking hard. Like this is actually hard. (laughs) to like run and then lift and work out and then run again. So right. shout out to Mark Samuel, I want mechanics for putting that on and glad we can sponsor it that way. That's probably one thing that you didn't miss was running and exercising for two I hours. would have,
1: I would have liked to do that. I mean, I, I I'll be the first to admit, I haven't been um, active in the running scene since, uh, since I left California uh, just getting acclimated here, but uh, right. um, I've always been more of a runner than, than all that other stuff. So I, I can relate to how hard that is and, and, Um, I don't like taking breaks in between runs. So it's even harder when you're running, doing those physical exercises, you know, whatever you're doing and then running again. I mean, I hate stopping at a stop sign if I'm running. I want to keep going, you know, because once I stop, it's hard to keep going. Right. So I I just uh, yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. And and what's even more amazing is I know how those events can get. That was Thursday, you said.
0: Yeah, that was Thursday morning. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I know what Wednesday night was probably like for a good percentage of the people that were there. So I'm, I'm imagining that that run Thursday was probably even harder between, um, you know, activities Wednesday night and, and or just being on your feet all day Wednesday to turn around and get up and, and do that on, on Thursday. That's pretty great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I think that the running part, I know you, you would have loved, but the lifting in between and push-ups and calisthenics, that was hard. Also, Startup CPG sponsored a bowling alley, a bowling event, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun, too. And so this is another one I was blown away went there with my wife. We showed up 15 minutes early. There was almost nobody there. Okay. There was like nobody. It was at 7 PM on Thursday after the the second day of Expo. Show up, we grab, we grab a lane, all the entire bowling alley at Bolero in Anaheim was all rented out for all the Expo West people. And I'm like, how are they going to fill 30 or 40 lanes here where there's no one here? Literally fashionably late, LA. OC right. late. at like 7, 12 PM. It was just like, whoosh. And like all these people came in. And by the time that we left, there was nearly, I think at least about 300 people that were there. Wow.
1: And so did you bowl yourself?
0: I did bowl. So I got over a hundred. I got one strike and four spares. They call me spare bear. Wow. You know, last name wow. Bear. you know, bear the spare spare bear. Um, I, I think I, I specialize where I may not clean up the first time, but the second time I get them all. So. Coincid,
1: coincidentally, um, last Saturday, uh, it was a little rainy here in beautiful Greensboro, North, North Carolina. And uh, Renee and I decided to check out some of our local uh, establishments and we went to the mall. And there's a place there and I, the, the name escapes me. It's it's some anyways, it's like a, it's kind of like a Dave and Buster's type thing. Um, but they have a bowling alley in there, and mm-hmm. the two of us decided it would be a good idea to to bowl. And um, I'll be lying to you if I didn't say that between the two of us, if you multiply our two scores added together times two, we were about half of a perfect game. So it was, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. I think we came in right under 150. Um, so it mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, it was pretty humbling. Um, and, and we looked at each other, said, we want to play another one. We just put our heads down and just did a walk of shame and left. Uh it was it was rough. It was rough. But uh yeah. it's been a while. We have not uh, we have not uh bowled in, in in some time. So it was it was fun though. We had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I think I think I would say about 95 of the percent of the people that were there at startup CPG were in that same situation where you could tell they have not bowled for like 10 years. They've gotten right. too busy, they got their own business, or they're helping someone else run a business, or they're a consultant. It really shows you that when you're in CPG in general, you're working day and night. It's, a, it's, uh, it's, it's hardcore. It's a big commitment. You're definitely not going to have time to bowl. So it was fun to see that people were learning again. And like, I used to do this as a kid. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Let, let's reset the room. We have some comments that are coming in. Here we go. So uh, LinkedIn user, come forth hither, young soldier, and tell us who you are, uh, your first name and last name. So uh, 99 LinkedIn user is saying 99% probably didn't wear masks. I was being conservative. <clears throat> I was being nice to the New Hope Network and saying 80% to save face for them. But it was literally like, I think in the hall that I was in, there was only one person wearing it. And I'm counting myself. So um, it was very, very scarce people wearing masks. Um, but thank God there wasn't a huge outbreak you know, of COVID there. Um, I I know a few people got COVID. I did talk with them. A few people got it at the show. Um, But you know what, even if you're wearing masks, you have to take them off to try things, try food, try try beverages. So uh, it's kind of like when you're in a room with people inside, it's kind of inevitable that someone's gonna get sick. It's just science. Uh, A couple others here before we go to our subject of the week, Kenny Hausman. I cannot even bowl with bumpers, bro. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, and, and Kenny, uh, we did have that conversation, my wife and I, because this alley that we were at, uh, we could have put the bumpers up ourselves and and we thought about it for a minute. and We just we just we just knew it wasn't going to do any good. So we just we called it we called it a day, called it a day real fast.
0: Yeah. At least uh, at least you realized where you're strong and where you're not. You knew that right, right. away. and Yeah. So let's go into the subject of the week genius juice bowling shirts michael that's Bonicato. a good idea
1: that's a good yeah, idea
0: exactly have a little logo on the back right. so let's go to the subject of this week and also we have $200 over $200 worth of prizes from Bolani and so make sure to stay tuned for that sometime you know at the end of our show here we're going to have a, a mystery question whoever answers it first in the comments will win a couple hundred dollars worth a bolani some sauces like pesto and red sauce and just amazing stuff and also their 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 renowned popular ever popular flatbread which is delicious so make sure to stay tuned for that the subject of this week
1: of california
0: is going to be being an entrepreneur what are the hardest things that you will face um i'll open it up because you know we're on as the beauty of the show you know, Wade is on more of the buying side. I'm more on the entrepreneur side, but Wade is definitely familiar with what entrepreneurs go through from working with entrepreneurs literally every single hour of every single day in his in his work. Um, I would say some of the hardest things that you'll face is really I'll I'll just open it up with really finding something a product a CPG product that is a fit for the market. I think that's one of the hardest things to do because there are people like on this broadcast people that are you know that are viewing that they come out with a great product it's a great product it tastes amazing it's really really nutritious however the biggest question you have to ask yourself is it a fit like is it something that is needed in the market right and you look at is someone going to buy it is someone to spend the money on it and is there a void in the market i think those three things are really really important is there a need will someone pay for it and is there a void so I think brass tacks, making sure there's a product market fit, uh, doing a research, looking at the data, and just ensuring that this is a product that people really want. I mean, a really good example of that, you know, my buddy over at Liquid IV, Hayden Fullstone, big shout out to him. He's a co-founder of Liquid IV, which sold to Unilever. People wanted to get hydrated more, but they didn't want to drink, they go in and buy a Gatorade. And, on- and honestly, those are not really that healthy it's hard to find hydrating drinks that gets you hydrated right away, right? And even when you drink a whole thing of water, I mean, like in this entire episode where we got we got Wade drinking water right now, speaking of that, you have to drink a lot of water to stay hydrated during the show, right? Because we're talking, we're using energy, we're exerting. <clears throat> Liquid IV filled a need where it was a vial, a powder, you put it into water, it tastes good, you drink it, it's reasonably healthy, and it hydrates you, I think, six to 10 X more than water really quickly. So it's great for athletes and you don't have to drink a sugary Gatorade to get all that hydration. It's like very low sugar and very clean. So I would say that's a great product market fit, but also the timing is important. Like even if it's a great product and the right fit, is it the right timing where the market is ready to adopt what you're putting on the shelf? So I would say that's a good place to start. Wade, uh, what do you think? What are some yeah, you know it's
1: it's it's funny because you talk about that category, and uh, I, I think back when I was still in the conventional side of the business, and and you started seeing things like Mio, um, you know, I, I believe that was, uh, was instead a PepsiCo product. I can't even remember. I, I feel like it was it wasn't PepsiCo. It was Kraft. One of the it was one of the big wigs, anyways. And then you then you saw uh, Crystal Light. You saw you know they were all coming out with those liquid little two, three ounce little bottles that you could, you know, do things like with that. And, and I don't quite honestly, I don't know where that category is right now. Um, but it's a good point where, um, you know, if you're too far ahead, it's not going to be accepted, but then if you come in, you, you stand the chance of just getting absolutely obliterated with the big boys coming out with their own knockoff versions. Cause inevitably that's, what's going to happen. If you see something successful, they're going to duplicate it. You know, a case in point is energy drinks. You look at energy drinks. Right. And and so I think if you go back in time, you, you know, Red Bull was there. But then, you know, the big boys, Pepsi, Coke, all those guys, in the world aren't going to let them sit there. So you see Rockstar, you see uh, I'm the, the other one, monster, you see all these other ones come out. Yeah. And it's, it's, and all of a sudden the category is saturated. So then you got to start thinking about innovation and you have to start thinking about, okay, how do I differentiate from what everyone else is doing? So, yeah, I think, uh, I think you're spot on with, um, with, with what you're saying. And, and it's, there's a danger of being too far ahead, but then you also certainly don't want to jump into something um, that doesn't allow you to differentiate from what's already out there. You know, you exactly. really have to be able to be an option that people are looking for that isn't already available. Exactly.
0: It's interesting. You hit on a, a lot of really good points like Wyatt Talman, right? One of the co-founder of Vive Organic. He's really famous for saying and, you know, um, whether it's an interview or in person that you have to catch. He, he, he basically compares it to surfing because he likes surfing where you have to catch the wave. You can't catch the wave too early because there'll be no wave and it won't carry you. And you can't catch it too late because the wave will already be kind of crashing and you'll get obliterated by that with all the competitors and it's a red water, you know, it's a red ocean, not a blue ocean. So it's catching the wave at the right time, um, which is really, really important. And you also mentioned, you know, innovation as well. I think it's good to have one degree of weirdness. One of my mentors told me that. So you want to have an evolution, not a revolution. So you're taking something that's already in the market, and you're just doing it better because people are already familiar with hydrating drinks like liquid iv they're already familiar with an energy drink like rockstar or monster but they're going to go to riot energy because it's healthier and plant-based or they're already familiar with a naked juice and they want to get a better smoothie so they go to genius so having one degree of weirdness where you can catch those people with a wider net that already are familiar with the category they're already buyers and fans of that category whatever that category is smoothies juices you know, energy drinks, and you get them over to yours for maybe a little more money, but a much healthier option with a bigger value proposition. So I think that's a really good strategy to where you don't lose an audience because they don't know what the hell the product is. Exactly. Um, one case in point that I like is Good Crisp. I think that's a perfect example to me. For those that don't know Good Crisp, they do a canister of chips long narrow canister what does that remind you of pringles right so it looks just like a pringles canister it's the same height it's the same width but it's way healthier than pringles and that's what they say in all their marketing and now they're blowing up and doing great you know matt over at good crisp the so one degree of weirdness that's really that's really where it's at um, i want to reset the room because we have a bunch of comments here we're starting to we're, we're catching we're catching heat again we're catching fire. yeah well
1: and i was gonna say i have to and i know i'm sure you're gonna pull them up but i see alfredo on here and i don't know if you know alfredo or, or not but he's with a brand called coyotes um yeah. we have his we have his tortillas uh i say listen to me i'm this guy right we i'm referring to jimbos we have his products in our stores and i'm not at jimbos now but uh, I, I still am in spirit, um, and it, great product. Uh, you talk about hustlers, and, and we're going to get back to Bellani, I'm sure, here before long. But uh, Alfredo is a hustler. He's in stores doing demos, uh, trying his products. It's it's great stuff, um, and he's got a great product. And, and kudos, he really works it to get it out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So shout out Alfredo, and it's called coy- Coyotas, right? Coyotas. Yep. Okay. yep. It's like spelled like coyotes, but with an A instead of an E. You got it. Um, So some other comments. So you have Jaron Mechie. Hopefully I'm not butchering your name. Great to meet you on the run, Alex. Thanks for the drinks. Awesome, brother. Great to meet you as well. That was the Rise and Run event with Iwan and Mark Samuel. We got the man of the hour, Bilal, who's sponsoring our show this week. He says, and with Bilanis, the hardest thing is the amount of time and work you have to put in and effect and the effect that has on it has on your family and health. But of course, do you have, if you have the product cause money investors will only take you so far. So I think, yeah, what he's saying is there's going to be a lot of sacrifices in building a brand, um, dating back to, to that episode where Bilal told us, I think he said they do 45 farmers markets.
1: I think it's 55, if I'm not 55. mistaken. Over, I, I believe it's over 50. That's what it's I say. He's, he's the hustler of all he hustlers. Is.
0: Yeah. So he's the hustler of hustlers, like you said, and like. So yeah, you got to know going in when you're an entrepreneur that there's going to be sacrifices. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to have unexpected things that come up on the weekends you have to tend to. And so your significant other, wife, husband, family members, children, they got to know when you step into this business, there's going to be some serious sacrifices. But it's obviously worth it if you become successful because then you afford yourself a lot more freedom down the road. You do five years, seven years, 10 years of hard, gritty work to have another, through the rest of your life of freedom, right? Or financial freedom. So that's really, that's the dream, right? That's the dream, which people are living that dream in this industry. Michelle Britch, the product has to be supported once it's, once it's in the store. Store advocates are key. And I think we talked about that, Wade, where yep. like, you know, dating back, talking about Jimbo's and everything, where when you were there, like having people at the store that also support the product, right? At store level. Absolutely. So what else? What else? A couple more comments. Kalina, past sponsor. Shout out, Vive. Kalina, awesome seeing you. And what else did she say? I've heard some of her early innovation at Vive and definitely was early for some products. So Kalina is saying that even Vive, they were innovating new products and they knew it was too early. So maybe they put off releasing it because it wasn't the right time. So it also involves, there's kind of a balancing act, right? Where you want to come out with something innovative, that's different, but you don't want to come out so early that no one knows what it is. And market adoption is very hard. And the other problem is that you also have to spend much more money educating consumers when you come out with something that's very, very different. So again, it's always good to come out with something unique and different, but just make sure that people understand it when you put it on the shelf. All right, uh, let's go back to talking about it. We have a few more minutes on this topic. So what else is really hard? You want to talk about maybe there's the money aspect, raising money. Mm-hmm. There's, I guess, here's, here's a question I have for you, Wade, since you've been in this business for a while, is brands that don't have enough money to out-compete and, over, and out-promote the big guys that they're on the shelf next to. So that you're you're sitting on a shelf, let's say, with your product, you're a dollar or two dollars more than a competitor, and that competitor has more market awareness. They do more promotions. They have someone living in the store, literally sleeping probably in the back room, checking the stores. What are some tricks or what are some tips that you've seen to get that brand to do well when you don't really have a lot of money?
1: Wow, that's tough. Um- I, I think, you know, I always talk, I always talk, uh, you know, and again, I'm, I'm just putting a wide wide net out and, and this certainly isn't a, a one size fits all. But I, I think, you know, I've always been one to, you know, you've got to get the product in people's hands. And I think, you know, to my point, you know, you talking about Bilal and talking about Alfredo, um, that's one of the reasons why they're out doing what they're doing, right, is is I don't think either one of them has, you know, endless pockets of money, you know, that that they can use to drive their business. So what do they do? They get out there to those farmers markets, they get out there to the stores, they do those demos, they talk about their product themselves because no one's going to be as passionate about their products as they are themselves because it's their well-being, it's their living. And and so they're not going to count that, you know, put that in someone else's hands. They're going to go out there and do it themselves. So I think Demos is always for me always going to be near the top, if not at the very top. Is to get it in people's mouths because you know when you're when you're shopping, you know maybe you don't have Balani on your on your shopping list, maybe, maybe you don't have uh, Coyotes on your shopping list, but if you get in there and you try the product and you've got someone like a Bilal or an Alfredo talking to you and saying, hey, this is what you can do with this product, and and you know uh, they're multifunctional and you can do different things. Um, and not to mention they're both likable people, you know, maybe you're going to pick the product up. So I think that's, that's the easiest thing. Um, aside from that, I think you just have to look at what you can afford and make sure you pick your spots, you know, so that if you do spend money, you're spending it wisely in the right way that's going to drive business. And I think that's a partnership between yourself, you, the brand and the buyer. And, you know, hopefully you've got both of you are, are good folks that you can look at each other and say, okay, here's what I've got to spend. What's going to give me the most bang for my buck? What's going to drive my business in your store? Because at the end of the day, um, whether I'm in Ohio, Louisiana, California, or now North Carolina, I want to sell more stuff. And so if, I, if I'm in it just to take money, well, shame on me. But if I want to drive business, which at the end of the day is how, how we all make money, is it going through the front door? then I'm going to be upfront with you and say, okay, here, you've got 500 bucks. Let's do this. You've got a thousand, let's do this. And, and just kind of have that conversation.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the one thing that I really discovered just, you know, kind of, um, really like piggybacking of what you just said, Wade, is that I met a lot of founders that have already made, that have made the big time at Expo West, you know, like Jordan Brown at Hugh Kitchen, right? The Hugh Bars, uh, Hayden Folston, who I just mentioned at Liquid IV, and their journeys took eight to 10 years. So like these posts, like you see where someone exits in like four years or five years is like almost non-existent. Right. You have to grind and work and get the product out there for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, Zico coconut water took, I think almost 10 years for Mark Rampolla to sell the Coke. And now he has it back, right? So, um, So I think it's really important to know that there's no shortcuts in running a business. You have to get the product out there. You have to do sampling. One thing that we do at Genius Juice, just to kind of share some of our genius, I'm using the, uh, you know, the hash, what is it? Not the hashtag, the the uh, the quotation marks. Right. That um, you can get extra product and give it away at demographically strategic areas where your product is being sold, where you have most of your customers, where you have raving fans that will buy a few of them at a time or 10 of them at a time if they knew about this product. So, you know, we have a higher end premium product at 599 dollars or $4.99. Whenever we have an extra thousand bottles that may be expiring in about a month and we can't send it to a distributor, we can't get it to the store, it's past its expiration as far, not past its expiration, but it's too late to get it to a store because there's minimum shelf life requirements. You send someone out in a refrigerated van for, you know, a hundred bucks a day And they just give out products in Santa Monica or Venice or, you know, uh, you know, or like downtown Manhattan, you know, New York, where there's a bunch of Whole Foods. So giving out products that's going to expire anyway into people's hands so they can try it and become raving fans, I think, is a really good, less costly strategy that literally gets them to drink it. They know it. You give them a coupon, you give them a flyer, they know where to find it. They go to the store and then
1: they buy it. I'd say that's genius. If I was, if I was putting it out there, I mean, honestly, that's, you know, kidding aside, that's, that's brilliant, you know, because we talk a lot about shrink in our, in our stores and, and how to utilize whether you utilize it, you know, if you have eggs that are leaving or, or milk or something like that, you repurpose them in the kitchen or the deli and, and recipes and whatnot. But you're, you're, that's the same concept, except, you know, you're saving your back because at the end of the day, you're just going to throw that down the drain. I mean, you're not going to, or, or donate it, you know, to something, you know, a food bank or something like that. So why not get some props and get some uh, get some new customers out of it? Exactly.
0: Uh, one other thing before we go to our, our uh, question for this week's sponsor, Balani. The other thing that Bilal talked about is also health. And Mark Samuel talks about it all the time. You know, what are the five most important things to do? Exercise, 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 exercise. And so being an entrepreneur will test you mentally, spiritually, but also physically. The amount of time you have to talk, the amount of meetings you have to be at, the amount of late nights you're gonna be up working, you know, on spreadsheets and not so glamorous things. And the burnout is real. Like the burnout, we're in the burnout generation where we cannot escape, not like we want to escape, but we want to take, you know, maybe some hours off, but we are connected at all times, every day, every hour, every minute with our phone, you know, with our computers, Everything. So emails are coming in. And I think with the pandemic happening, people got used to working at all hours, right? There was no cutoff. There wasn't like nine to five or nine to six. When you're working from home, personal blends a lot more with business, right? And becomes a problem. So now there's this habit where that people are in, including myself, I'm guilty as charged, that I'm working at nine o'clock at night. I send emails out at 9:30 at night, except for East Coasters. So way, you know, no emails after. I think 7 p.m. my time, but like, seriously, like that's where it it gets really, really crazy is you send emails out to people late and then they respond late, like they they respond back to me. So it's now become acceptable. I use the word acceptable to work late when maybe two years ago, I would email someone at nine o'clock at night and they would write back, why are you emailing me so late? Email me during business hours. So the culture is changing. Uh, the burnout is real. And honestly, there's no way around burnout. It's going to happen because you're working so hard and you believe in what you're doing. The key thing is, how do you recover? How do you recharge your batteries? How do you take some time off to make sure that you can recover and come back strong the next day? So I think that's also a major, a major unspoken issue that a lot of entrepreneurs are facing is burnout.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: All right. So let's... Uh, Shall we go to our next segment, which is called? Let's do it. Friday freebies.
1: Friday freebies.
0: All right. So, uh, wait. I'll leave it to you.
1: This week's sponsor, gonna, and what are they giving? I you? was going to say I'll, I'll read this bad boy, and you're going to come up with the question, right?
0: I'm thinking about it right now. All right, I love dancing.
1: it. I tap love dancing. it. I love it. So, as we've mentioned. Multiple times throughout here, and just bear with me as I get back to where I was on my on my spreadsheet here. Our sponsor this week is is Balani's and the just the all-around great guy Bilal Sadiq his company, Um, and the item is a $200 value box filled with various filled flatbreads and sauces. So you're not just going to get his flatbreads, which are great on their own. You're also going to get sauces and. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to clue you in on what they are because he's got some great ones and I'm sure he's going to, uh, he's going to take care of whoever wins this prize. So Balani is a plant-based filled flatbread and sauce company. They offer delicious handmade non-GMO verified products that are filled with locally sourced ingredients and their products are a yummy treat for everyone. And, and, you know, uh, they're sponsoring us, but, you know, even if he wasn't sponsoring us, like I said, um, the product's great, and I think any was, anybody that was at Expo and actually got to try it will attest to that. So, uh, Bilal, thank you for sponsoring us. Bloni, thank you for sponsoring us. And uh, Alex, you're going to hit him with something hard here, right?
0: Very hard and very intense, um, which is what I went through from this. So, what was the name? This is a little bit obscure. I mentioned it twice, but I was talking pretty fast in this episode. What was the name of the event, the actual name of the event that I attended on Thursday with the one, the only Mark Samuel, which was something that was beneficial for all of us to attend? What was the name of that event? Some may know it because they went there. Good. All right. Made it a little bit obscure, but I'm rewarding people that might have gone See exercise, great right. things happen. You win Bellani's, and
1: <laughs> absolutely, it, it all works out. And we're while we're waiting for these answers to come in, and you know they're going to. Um, just remember, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you'll be doing us a favor, helping us get to the number one spot. Uh, and again, it's five stars. This is like three D. This is really cool. Um, we can yeah, reach. We, looking reach looking, right? we can yes, reach out to. you. Yes, Yes. 3D vibes, 3D vibes. Just like that. All right, we're waiting for him to come in.
0: Yeah, I think there's really delayed responses because either no one knows it or everyone's answering at once and it crashed our system.
1: Maybe that's it, maybe that's it.
0: We'll see. So usually they come in all at once, they rush in. Again, what was the name of the event on Thursday morning with Mark Samuel? I'll give you a clue, it had to do with exercise but there was a name for it. That was basically three words, three words. Hmm. Yeah, there's no comments, which makes me think so that makes me think that this is all getting backlogged. Could be. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna, an- if you don't, if you guys don't answer soon, I'm gonna answer it myself and then and ship half of it to Wade. So Ooh. we can share it. Ooh, I like that. I like that idea. Oh. Okay, it wasn't the fun run. You have half of it right. Run is in the name, but there's nope. Not pre-expo run.
1: There's your delays. There's your delays.
0: Yeah. There's now they're coming they're pouring in now. It was three, three words. Fun. No, not Tom really wants to win this this belongs. Yes, I don't blame him. Expo fun run. No, it was literally it has to do something you do in the morning uh pre-expo run was not it there was a certain name that mark samuel called it where you do something and then you run you have to do something you have to do something and then you run you do it in the morning it's the first thing you do someone mm. just drops something because they're just so shocked and those, no those
1: Bolanis are just they're there for the taking they're there. they're hot they're yes. steaming
0: they're hot yes. they're spicy all right, no one's got it yet, so I must be crazy. Run! There we go. Okay, Tom we got go. it. All Tom right, Ludo got it. Tom, got it. Got it. Got you know what I, I think happened? Tom probably looked at the history on LinkedIn on Mark Samuel to see what it was called. <laughs> Rise and run is the. Answer. I was
1: gonna, You know what? I didn't know the answer, and I would have if I was guessing. I would have guessed Michelle's answer.
0: Like pre-expo run, right? Like wake and run. Wake, wake up and run. run.
1: Yeah, I would have guessed that. one's that.
0: a good one too. So um, people caught the drift of my clue that it was getting up, like rise, but it was rise and run. Tom Malingo, who's coincidentally our sponsor next week. So Tom Malingo, Susan Bryanton from Brandjectory now, they have won $200 worth of Balani's. And I know how much they love that product already. They're huge fans of Bilal and Balani's. So congratulations to Tom. And Susan, no, it wasn't. And that's yet. a good,
1: that's a good plug too, Alex, for next week. Uh, brands yes. that are watching, tell a friend, uh, you know, and, and again, we're, we're getting used to this time change on my end and, and trying to get, uh, get adjusted to what we're going to do with the show going forward. But uh brand uh for those of you who either are a brand or know a brand that has the ability to tune in next week, uh, right. roughly the same time, we're probably going to be around two uh, 30 Specific, give or take. Um, Yeah, let's (laughs) excuse me. Let's make sure that you let them know to tune in next week because that brand trajectory prize is no joke. I mean, that can really help someone uh, with what they're trying to do with their brand. So um, it's it's a great one.
0: Yeah, it's worth several hundred dollars. If you're a brand, you can connect with investors, which is huge. They're also um, the sponsorship is about their Orbit program, which is a one-on-one coaching and mentoring for CPG founders and how to approach CPG investors. And this is straight from Tom, Michael Movitz, Susan, everyone. So it's a really valuable prize worth several hundred dollars. So um, yeah, man, so congratulations on the move, the opportunity, love the shirt. Uh, It was great to reconnect on here and have another show two weeks off. And I hope everyone had a wonderful expo, a safe expo and uh we'll see you next week wade any final words before we log off
1: uh just just thanks to everyone that's reached out uh text linkedin message whatever whatever the case is uh, wishing me well and uh checking in to see how things are going i love you all and uh i'm behind on emails i'll be the first to admit that so um just thanks for your patience and understanding and uh, appreciate all the support
0: love it man love it and again make sure to send uh Send me swag. I will rock it on next week's episode. Reach out to us. Fridayvibes100 at gmail.com. Fridayvibes is the number 100 at gmail. That's our official gmail account name. Now we're getting sponsors. We're getting fancy. We have our own gmail account now. That's right. So make sure to reach out. If you want to send me swag or samples or send Wade. you can also be a sponsor on our show. We're booked up till July, but feel free to reach out to us and we'll definitely work you in and accommodate you. All right. So this has been episode 10 of Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. Tune in next week, 2.30 PM Pacific time, 5.30 PM Eastern standard time. And we will see you there. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone.